exciting and new. Come aboard. Don't shout it out. We're expecting <laughs> three, two, one, zero. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Mama says you're brain dead. Bang your head against the wall. <laughs> That's not like Can't find peace of mind. Brain needs an overhaul. My brain needs an overhaul. Bonehead brain. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here's your host, The Man. That's right. The Myth. That's right. The Legend. The Monty Man. Hello. Welcome to the Tank 12 Recovery Radio Show. Denver's here. Good morning. Tony's here. Good morning. Marv is here. Howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we're all a little hyper. Tony's really hyper. <clears throat> well, welcome to the show. This week's show is uh, part two of Step 4 Revealed. It's inventory time. Oh. So we're going to be talking about what that means uh, here in a few minutes. Before we do, though, I want to get a, a piece of extremely sad news out of the way so we can continue with this show. Um, all right. Here it is, and many of you have already heard it. uh, Sutherland Springs, Texas. Investigators said Sunday's church massacre in Texas occurred amid an ongoing domestic situation involving the gunman and his relatives, at least one of whom had attended the church. So many people were killed. Oh, I didn't know what – it was a domestic thing. Yeah, that's what they found out. Uh, While authorities have not publicly identified a motive for the attack, they emphasized that the shooting did not appear to be fueled by (laughs) – racial or religious issues they said the gunman's mother-in-law had attended the church but was not there sunday and that the shooter had sent threatening texts as part of a family dispute this was not racially motivated it wasn't over religious beliefs uh freeman martin of the texas department of public safety said at a news briefing there was a domestic situation going on within the family and the in-laws investigators have scored the gunman's background since he opened fire sunday morning on the pews of the First Baptist Church outside San Antonio, searching for a possible motive as the stories of those massacred began to emerge. There were 26 people killed in the church attack. Oh my the latest ma- uh, the, the, yeah, the latest mass attack in a seemingly safe public space, the dead included eight relatives spanning three generations in a single family, while officials said the victims ranged in age from five to 72. <gasps> One family said a one-year-old girl was also killed, one of the eight family members slain in the attack. There were also 20 people wounded at the church, 10 of whom remain in critical condition as of this morning. This uh, show tapes on Monday. Texas officials identified the attacker as Devin Patrick Kelly of New Brunsville's about 35 miles north of Sutherland Springs. They said the former Air Force member fired upon the churchgoers with a Ruger assault-style rifle before coming under fire from a local man. Kelly fled and was chased, eventually running off the road. He apparently took his own life. Of course. Uh, Kelly, 26, was court-martialed in 2012 and sentenced to a year in military prison for assaulting his spouse and child, making him the last mm. mass attacker or suspect with domestic violence in his past. He was uh, reduced in rank and released with a bad con- conduct charge in 2014. So our uh, our prayers and Definitely. our thoughts 
Um, the pastor's daughter was one, I believe she was 14, who was killed. Um, just senseless, ridiculous, incredible. We live in a very broken world, folks. Mm-hmm. A very broken world. And uh, because we are so broken is one of the reasons why we do take 12 Recovery Radio uh, to hopefully assist in helping to mend some of that. And it's our small part of contributing in, in that area. And yet these things still continue. It seems becoming a fad, I think. That's why I was telling James. It's like now it's like the new thing to do, and I don't understand why. Yeah, well, people are losing it. They're losing it. And, uh, yeah, so uh, if you are a person of prayer, please keep these folks in your prayers, the the uh, community. Um, you know, I, I read a post from one of our listeners that says we are that Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for those of us who are, are Christians, because we're the body of Christ. There's mm-hmm. one body. It's the body of Christ. Regardless of the name of the place you worship, the sign over the door, and so this affects the entire body and, and the family and our world. Uh, so anyway, uh, I would be irresponsible not to have mentioned that today, even though it's as sad as it is. So let's shift gears for a minute. Okay. And you heard the soundbite at the beginning of the show. We need to announce last week's winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, the soundbite last week, do you guys, any of you know what it was? Oh, I looked it up. It's. Oh, can I say it now? Yeah, you can oh, say okay. it now. <laughs> the, the Je- <laughs> Fired up. I know, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. Yeah. And the, oh, cl- yeah. the clue was Louise. Louise was his wife. And uh, the winner of that is Denise Tutin from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? Wow. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene. Nice. Excellent. Coeur d'Alene. You spell it C-O-E-U-R yeah. and then space and then a D and a little French uh-huh. dashy thing and then A-L-E-N-E. Coeur I used to do insurance really billing, not- and we had an office in Coeur d'Alene. Nothing like what it looks like. Coeur d'Alene. No, no Coeur it doesn't. <laughs> Where did so, you come up with that? So, uh, Denise, congratulations. Yay. Yes. And so she'll be getting, and this is what uh, you'll be getting if you guess this week's soundbite. Still no moon pie, though. Uh, no moon pies. We're not giving those away. <laughs> we, we care too much about you to give you uh, moon listen, pie. Listen, they weren't even on the shelf when I went there today. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe somebody <laughs> bought them out. Uh, she's getting the audio DVD with 34 one-hour workshops called Walking Through the Big Book with Chris Schroeder. Uh, Basic Prayer and Simple Meditation, a recovering alcoholic, talks about beginning spirituality with Mike D. She's getting the uh, Recovery Music CD with um, 18 different songs from recovery recording artists and the CD Learning to Live Again by Just Ray, another great recovery recording artist. I have artist. that CD. You gave me that CD. You do. A long time ago. Yeah, so now you don't have to buy it. You have I don't it. have to buy that one. Is that something new added? Uh, no, we added that last week. Okay, what's yeah. the new thing this week? This week? Yes. Thermos. <laughs> of course. <laughs> do, we tell, do we dare tell the joke? Oh, I, I would I tell the joke. I think he ought to. No. Yo, you, you stepped into it. You no, need, he did. Uh-huh. No. Come on. All, all, all like I'm going to say is... Folks, mo- you need all, to hear this. All, all I'm going to say is Monty's still looking for his popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll, maybe he'll do it at the end of the show, folks. It's worth hearing. Mm. Maybe. Maybe he will. We'll see. That was a Marv soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> so the word of the day is thermos. thermos. <laughs> All right. So um, let's see what time it is. Let's see. It's time to play oh. Guess That Soundbite. <laughs> I know. Soundbite. What, what time is it? What time is it? You said. <laughs> All right, so you can you also can win these wonderful prizes uh, if you are the. Uh, we're going to make you the third email, the third email this Ooh, the time. Third, oh. dun, dun, dun. We had twenty two emails with guesses. Really? Yes, and every single one of them was correct. But Denise was the first email from Carter Lane. From so Carter Lane, yeah. third today. The third email, the third email that comes mm-hmm. in, and it will be time stamped, of course. Uh, will win those. And here's the soundbite again. And then you have to guess the secret clue, that, which will be mentioned sometime in the show as well, besides the name of the show the soundbite came from. Here it is. Love, exciting and new, come aboard, we're expecting you. 
<laughs> that song just makes me feel good. What do you guys think? <laughs> it's not that one. It is that one. No, it's, no, it's not, not that one. Oh, no? No, it's not Oh, that one. I knew something you no. didn't. Uh-huh. You probably oh, know a lot of things I don't. I don't feel so. <laughs> so we'll give you the uh, secret clue. So you have yeah. to guess. You have to guess the secret clue as well as the, the title of the that would TV be good show for that next week's Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> not in charge All right, of those. I'm not in so I have to qualify here. Um, if you don't, if you live outside of the U.S., you can't play. <laughs> oh. And I'll tell you why. Because it costs a small fortune to send the prizes <laughs> to the UK or to Turkey Aww. or to Australia or to wherever. Uh, we have listeners all over the world and mm. we, we just don't have the finances to be able to send that. And you got to send, I mean, you got to, it's a mess to try to do so. <laughs> In the US. Also, if you've won within the last 30 days, you can't win again. You got to wait 30 days. <laughs> So, Donald Roberts, I love you, and you always get the answers correct, but you already won, so <laughs> give it up, brother. Oh, this has actually occurred, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sweet. I think he was our first winner. Yeah. I think, was. yeah. Um, well, he knows that you're giving out more stuff, so now he wants it. Oh, yeah. Well, he can he can qualify. Thank, a, thank you for few, being faithful. Yes. Yeah, in very... a few more weeks. So, that's only four shows. Yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta wait for four shows. Right? Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeedy. <clears throat> Stop right there. Okay. Oh, it's time for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. That's right. Tony's got one as well. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. You did say you had one. I know, but I forgot what it was. Uh, it has to do with... Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, Tony, tell us what it is. The other day on Facebook, I put that... Uh, oh, what did I put? You caught me off guard, Monty. I well I you, you, I was like dear daylight saving sign. Yes. <laughs> you don't like the daylight saving sign. She no. does. It messes with my body clock. So I was right. up at like 3:30 4:30 in the morning cuz my James gets up usually about 5:30 6:30 every morning. Right. So we were both up at the butt crack of dawn. Right. <laughs> because we fell back that, an that hour, was tough. and I, my whole clock was off. I knew I a not... person named Don. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I, was looking at I could not stay up that day. It was crazy. We but your your, your clock time. your clock goes goes back, so you actually gain an hour sleep. I know, but that's more. I'm getting into that age where okay, I'm not going to age myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stay awake the whole day. Oh, my God. It was 5.30, and I thought it was 10.30 at, like, night. And I was just I know, because it's, it's darker when you get up. It's darker uh-huh. when you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. No, we need to divorce. Well, I felt like going to bed at, like, 6.30 last That's night. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We need to divorce daylight savings time. It's, oh, no. Well, wasn't just it. eliminate it. Wasn't it had to do with, with farmers and Crops that, and that's the all that tail. kind of stuff. Yeah. What is it, Mark? To give them to give them more daylight to work by. Yeah, it's stupid. We need How do to... horses do, do horses yeah, get upset when they? you change the clock <laughs> for? Mm, don't like it. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't ask him that. But no, divorce daylight savings time. Oregon, divorce, please. Daylight savings Good time. Good lord. So there is so something I learned about Arizona. Yeah, press. They don't. They don't. They don't I change know. it. But there's a little tiny piece. I guess it's a Navajo Indian it's, it's tribe on the reservation. They where, do where they do do. They it. do. Yeah, it, it, it's but it's perfect. just this little tiny piece <clears throat> on the map. Yeah, it's weird. So does somewhere Hi, back. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere back east. It's not Long Island. <clears throat> oh, it's by DC. We we could abolish it if we'd get enough votes. I wish we could because yeah. it's the dumbest thing ever. I am sick and tired of moving my clock back and I'm, forth, back and forth, back and, and forth. And then you gotta adjust. Everybody's like, "Yay, an hour sleep!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" I, I had a few choice words. <laughs> so thank you for your contribution to the yes, wine this week. You. I couldn't believe you put me now. On. Now mine is not mine is okay. So so <clears throat> do you guys. At least at some time in your life, have a favorite television show? Oh my God, yes. Okay, right. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, sugar, she's passionate. The sugar pills kicked in. Passionate glucose shots. Passionate. 
I bought one on the way here. What's your, what, what is what is it? The Lee Remedy one. The Lee Remedy uh, Scientology uh, uh, expo- exposing yeah the, the exposing cult of Scientology. Science. Okay, that wow. and um oh I forgot it. I can't remember right now. But okay, so how would you feel in the middle of watching your favorite show? It just oh disappears, <laughs> or you go to watch it. And something else is playing, right? <laughs> Especially when you've waited all week for episode four or episode five, whatever, and you've been looking forward to it. You've been following your favorite TV show, and you turn it on, and some idiot is throwing a football <laughs> across your TV hey. screen. Or a basketball, or a baseball, or I mean, I am so. Okay, here's. Here, Denver, you had your hand up. So you see, yeah, yeah I, I'm really kind of just sitting on the sidelines on that. I, I got, a, I got a question. Like, yeah. are you, obviously it's come to light now that you meant you, the power didn't go off in no. your favor. No. Somebody in the broadcasting industry has cut into your prime time That's TV viewing. Right. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going back over to my bench and sit down. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I understand that the United States of America must have their sports. I get that. As much as I despise most sports, <laughs> I just don't have an interest in it. I am not the most of America. I, I'm, I'm a rare. <clears throat> I, I understand that. But there are tons of people that are like me. Okay? So I am... <laughs> I am so tired of turning on my television, <laughs> expecting see to see language. my show. <laughs> what gives people the right to preempt my show with a sports event? You uh, wow, taking ownership. No, wow. it makes my show. Wow. my show. We it need to go back show. on the web so they can see your <laughs> Gotta body. Remember, language. it's my wine. Okay, <laughs> so 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 the deal of it here. Here's the thing. And so my son explains to me, Dad, because he's a football player. Mm. My son explains to me, Dad, they've gone into overtime. How is it my fault if you can't <laughs> play the game during the designated time that it's allotted? That's your fault. Oh Either do it during the time that it's allotted or get off the air. When it's 7 o'clock or when it's 4 o'clock, whenever my show starts, I expect my show to start. You've had your time. Howdy, Mark. Now I have my time. <laughs> It just irritates the dickens out of me, and I'm not alone in this, by the way. <laughs> do do I'm horses sh- get mad when that happens, I'm Mark? Sh- I'm sure you're not. <laughs> it is very frustrating. I know. It is, and it's not like they can announce ahead of time, well, next week we're going to go into overtime and we're going to destroy your television show. See, and here's the other thing. You say, well, then just tape it. No, you can't. You can't. Because if your DVR is taping, it's taping that game. Mm-hmm. And you can't go back. Now I got to go pay. Uh, I got to oh, go he pay. Looked, he looked I gotta, it up. No, no, no. It was oh, something okay. else. Now I got to go pay money, extra money, to see my show on demand. No, you don't. Like if I have, yeah, if you have like Dish or something like that, you can get the older shows, but then you got to pay for them. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. I don't. On demand means you have to pay money. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, I would. Wow. Do you have Dish? Yeah. Do you? No, I have DirecTV. Sorry. Yeah. Dish. So, 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 you know, I have Dish. I can tape 16 shows at one time and then watch whatever I want as well. You know, but when you preempt, when you bring in your sports channel, I mean, oh, it just irritates the heck out of me. So I'm irritated. He's red. I am. You guys should see Uh him. What step are we on? (laughs) (laughs) Step four. Please don't misunderstand, folks, that are getting irritated with me. We Ooh. do we do the weekly Dish wine. Thanks, you pay for on demand. <laughs> well, on demand means that's what it means. No, because I, mean, I go on my on demand and direct TV, and it's free. Really? Maybe yeah. it is free. You should. Well, even, oh wow! Oh, oh even if it is free, I should. <laughs> I should not. You're thinking of pay per view. Oh, okay, I should not have to go back. Oh. And rearrange my television because you can't get the job done in the time allotted for that football game or that baseball game or, the, or whatever it is. And it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't see it, listeners, but Denver, I have these these emoji pillows. And Denver just threw the, uh, threw the poop emoji 
and Denver just threw the angry emoji pillow at me. I threw the me. angry emoji. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> we do Lord. these all in fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm really not angry, at, sort of. No? You, a little bit. <laughs> well, when I've been waiting all week long oh, I know. to see if, you know, whatever the cliffhanger is, and then you... May- See, the thing is, we, in America, we <laughs> we complain a lot about people making us do things. We don't want people controlling us. Well, you're controlling me. You're telling me I have to watch this and not the show that I subscribe to. Where's that? You're Snickers forcing party? me to watch. <laughs> you're forcing me to watch. I can turn it off, I guess, right? I don't know. This isn't Heartland, is it? <laughs> I'm on glucose. Well, no, they did it during Heartland one time too. (laughs) Okay, because the guys at the center fight over that. I love Heartland. Yeah, they do. What's wonderful? It's about it's about it's about Canadian horses and a ranch and nice people and family and all that kind of stuff. It's a very good show. Much better than watching somebody throw a piece of leather back. (laughs) Hey, Uh -uh. I'm representing. You know, if you paid me to watch it, then I'd be happy. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be happy. I want to watch my show when I want to watch it. All right, that does it for the weekly wine. That was this a long wine. If you got something that you want to whine about, you can send it to us at Take Twelve Radio at Comcast dot net, and, and uh, we'll put it, we'll put it on the show. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We got some Take Twelve trivia, and then the topic. Don't go away. Hey, what's the number one resource for addicts and their families? Well, it's In Recovery at InRecovery.com. Stay in touch. We invite you to visit their website for daily posts, essays, reported stories, and updates. For the best and brightest of In Recovery, please subscribe to their free email newsletter. Sign up now to receive bi-weekly stories of recovery delivered to your inbox, along with tips and resources for addicts and their families. For the number one resource for addicts and their families, it's In Recovery at InRecovery.com. All right. Welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. (laughs) We're not going to preempt you. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, this has 42 grams of okay, sugar. Okay, it's time for Take 12 Recovery Radio Trivia. Yes. Wait for it. Okay. Wait for it. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the meme to that? The the what? Meme? To that, to the T-K, T-H-K uh-huh. sound thing? Uh-uh. I'm going to have to send it to you. Okay. It's That'd cute. be cool. Yeah. So you, uh, take your trivia if you get it wrong. You get the fluff machine. If you get it right, you get something like that. All right. This is uh, November. Trivia about November means that we are in November. This is oh, according Lord. to the publicist James... A Horston from the Sunday Express out of London, England. Uh, November, you get uh, three and a bonus, okay? November was known in ancient times as what? Here are your choices. The month of birth, the blood month of sacrifice, or the month of the ice gods. I like the ice gods one. Like the ice gods? What do you think, Marv? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with the ice gods. Okay. <laughs> Denver? Oh, I'm going to go with the blood one. Uh, of course. Denver is correct. What? Yes. <laughs> the blood bath? Yeah, the blood month of sacrifice. What? Yeah. 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 Yep, okay. What? It, what? what? Uh, that's a different show. <laughs> All right. Here's number two. You know, we don't know if any of these are true or not. We just like <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess um, killing turkeys, you it, have to have blood. It came from England. Oh, okay. All right. Um, number two, what's likely to be born in November more oh, than any God. other month? And these are your choices. Horses. Children with blue eyes, Down syndrome males, or serial killers? Ooh! For well, James, I'll say serial killers because I call him a serial killer all the time. Because he's born in November? No, because of his eyes. Because of his eyes? <laughs> you hear that, James? <laughs> <laughs> 
Blue-eyed children, Down syndrome males, or serial killers uh, born in the month of November more than any other month. What do you think, Denver? Logically, it should be serial killers because it's cold and wet, but I'm going blue-eyed babies. <laughs> blue-eyed babies? What do you think, Mark? Oh, boy. Where do you come up with these questions? Geez. Obviously, the Internet. <laughs> serial killers. Yeah, well, Tony and uh, Marv, you're correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah sorry, Denver. Uh, no, I'm Good job, all James. about serial killers. But he's not <laughs> born in November, so you're born in the wrong month. Number three, according to the 17th century astrologer Richard Saunders, what happens in November and how would we treat it? Here are your choices. A, daisies die and should be treated by a formal <laughs> burial. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy's dying should be treated by a formal burial. B, depression increases and we should eat more eggs and honey and vomit more often. <laughs> <laughs> or C, Jupiter and Mars align and we should be mindful of tsunamis. Why Gee, they're, they're all often. great choices. That's like anorexia waiting to happen. <laughs> Marv, you go first. Yeah. Uh, Daisy's die. Uh, depression increases and we should throw up more. <laughs> or Juniper, Ju, Ju, Jupiter and Mars align. <laughs> oh, Jamie, <dear>, Christmas. <laughs> no, that's, no, no, that's, that's in December. I'll go with the last one. Jupiter, Jupiter and Mars align? Yeah, what do you think? Why not? Okay. Why not, right? Why not? Wait. I'd say the depression one just because it sounds funny. Okay. All right. Denver, what do you think? Just go with that. Oh, I'm digging into my memory <laughs> banks here. I'm coming memory up with... You know this? <laughs> Jupiter and Mars. Okay, well, Tony, you're correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to eat honey yeah. and throw up more. <laughs> Depression increases, and we should eat more eggs and honey Why and vomit. Eat eggs and vomit? I guess it helps with depression. KFC, when you vomit that up, that's good. Now, this wow. is this is according according to 17th century astrologer Richard Saunders. Oh, that's, that was his no philosophy. Egg. All right, and here's your bonus. In the USA, November is officially what? Is it Cultural Awareness Month? Sweet Potato Awareness Month? <laughs> or Dead Bakers and Semi-Sweet Chocolate Awareness Month? Ooh. Do you know this? No, but I'm, <laughs> no, but I'm telling you. No, I was like, I'll go with November what he sweet potatoes. Thanksgiving. See the correlation, correlation hmm. there. Yeah, sweet potatoes. You sweet need potatoes? to throw up more. <laughs> what do you think, Tony? Sweet I'll potatoes. go sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Just he got Marv. So excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's all be wrong. Uh, sweet potatoes. Well, you're all correct. Yeah. Oh, high yeah. Five, high five. It is uh, Sweet Potato Awareness Month. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that does it for Take Twelve Trivia for this week. I think that's the craziest trivia I've ever experienced. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, before we go into the topic, I want to give a shout-out to Carrie. She is the uh, the owner and uh, really the main driving force between a, um, a app uh, called the Recovery Channel. And if oh. you go to take12radio.com, towards the bottom of the page, you'll see two banners for the Recovery Channel. One will take you to the iOS or Apple for iTunes, so you can download their app and listen to their shows if you have an iPhone. The other one has a little Android logo on it, and that'll download it on Google Play mm-hmm. uh, if you have an Android-based phone. And so you can get get her shows, and she's got several shows that are on there. And recovery is not just drug and alcohol recovery right. for her; it's very broad for her. So it may have to do with with uh, mental health. It may have to do um, with taking care of your body, you know, a nutrition and that wellness. kind of thing. It's wellness, oh, wow. yes, wellness. And one of the really impressive terms that Sharon shared with us last month, which I really like, is wellbriety. So that that kind of encompasses a lot yeah. of things instead of just sobriety. Um, and so that is what Carrie's doing over there at the Recovery Channel. Uh, please click on that. She's a colleague of ours, and, and um, she could use your visitation and tuning into-ness. You betcha. I'm going to look it up on Tuning into-ness? Tuning into-ness. 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 So you can download the app on, on, on the phone, and then you just go to what you know whatever's playing 
there's several days a week and she's looking for broadcasters too so if you have something to share and you want to do it you need to get a hold of her and there's links uh to be able to get a hold of carrie are you local uh no she's she's not she's not local but but it doesn't matter it's internet internet radio so it's on the airwaves yeah. yeah Uh, just a very sweet lady with uh, with heart for for doing this for all the right reasons, Aww. and uh, so we want to we want to support her in that. Awesome. Okay, so uh, and if you'd like if you'd like to get involved in podcasting or broadcasting that kind of thing, uh, and you would like to hit your wagon to Carrie in the Recovery Channel, um, you can email me here, and I'll make sure she gets the information. So just email me at take twelve radio comcast dot net. All right. Uh, step four revealed its inventory time. This is continuing from two weeks ago when we talked about uh, step four. And um, uh, we, we talked a little bit about resentment. Step four uh, says made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. We talked about um, that searching meant it's an ongoing thing. Because more is being revealed as we work through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that moral, in this case, means truthful. So the inventory that you're taking is truthful. And uh, we talked about in step four, resentment is the number one offender. And so um, it is mm-hmm. not uh, surprising that the first inventory that we're going to take is surrounded around resentment. This is the one time when I work with people that I, that I permit them to talk about the other person Mm. that I permit them for lack of a better term to assign blame, if you will. Now that's not what we want to do, but that's kind of how people interpret it. And I say, okay, I give them some leeway here. So in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, this is broken up into columns, this inventory. So if you can imagine your head, kind of a spreadsheet, you've got, uh, you know, basically, you have five columns, and uh, there's two. Uh, three of them are outlined in the big book very obviously. The other two are kind of hidden in the writing. And so, again, Bill W. was very good at wanting you to research, wanting you to check this out. So there's there's ways that you can study things, and it's not by just skimming over it or sitting in a big book discussion meeting. Because that will not teach you how to apply and implement what's in this book. What will teach you to do that is somebody who's experienced, and we call them a spiritual advisor or a sponsor or a mentor that has gone through this and has applied and implemented it and is working with other people. So uh, this book is best applied as it is studied, not as it's just read in a big book share meeting, uh, which is nothing wrong with that. It's just that if you really want to apply and get the meat out of this, you need to sit down with somebody. Uh, and by the way, this show is not meant to be a replacement for that. Yeah. Um, because we're just barely scratching the surface here. So it says here, uh, in dealing with the resentment inventory, that's our first one, it says on our grudge list. So we're, we're assuming we're kind of ticked off. There's some people that have pissed us off, right? Mm-hmm. And right now, we're not too concerned about why or what our part is in it or anything like that. We just want to put this list down. Later, we'll talk about that. Uh, it says, we set opposite each name our injuries. Uh, was it our self-esteem, our security, our ambitions, our personal or sexual relations which had been interfered with? So we're going to talk about those. But the very first column that you write down is, I'm resentful at. Mm-hmm. And then you write down one of three things. The individual's name, the institution, or the principle that you're angry with. So I may be angry with the power company because they turned off my power. Now, we'll find out if that's my own fault or not. But right now, we just want to write down this list. I might be mad at mom because for whatever reason... She just really hurt me. I might be mad at the neighbor, whoever it is. Um, In the example in the big book, the first column says, I'm resentful at. It says Mr. Brown. The next person is Mrs. Jones. The next person is my employer. The next person says my wife. Or it could be my husband or my boyfriend or my significant other, whoever. You know, it could be the grocery clerk. But 
the instruction says that you move from one column, you write down the people you're resentful at. So you're going from top to bottom. You're not going across. You're not writing down, you know, my boss and then writing down what happened. You write down all the people that you're resentful at or the institution or the principal. So a principle that I might be resentful at is big boys don't cry. Uh, that That's a principle that I may have been taught. Mm. And I'm really angry oh, about okay. that gotcha. because because um, because I cry. So that might be included. Mm-hmm. But these are things that were – so this is the one time we have permission to say this is who I'm ticked at or what I'm ticked at. And that's the beginning of the resentment, resentment inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, once that's done, then we move over to the next column. What happened? And the big book, it's called the cause. <laughs> the example it gives here, so I'm resentful at Mr. Brown. The cause, or what happened was, his attention to my wife. Oh. Told my wife of my mistress. <laughs> Mrs. Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones, yeah. <laughs> Brown may get my job at the office. So there might be several reasons or or several things that happen. So you write that down and then you go down to the next name and you do that one and the next name and you do that one. So in this case, it says Mrs. Jones. She's a nut. (laughs) I love that. I forgot that was in there. She snubbed me. She committed her husband for drinking. He's my friend. (laughs) Well, he was my drinking buddy. Now he's gone. (laughs) That's what happened. She's a gossip. So I'm ticked at her. Then you go down to the next one, my employer. He's unreasonable. He's unjust. He's overbearing. He threatens to fire me for drinking and padding my expense account. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've but, done that. But, but you know, <laughs> you're mad about that. Yeah. You, you know, and, and on it goes. Once you've done that list, then you look at what it affects in your life. And this is where I personally love the 12 and 12. Mm-hmm. Because if you get it, look in the 12 and 12, it talks about our God-given instincts. And column three is what God-given instincts does this affect? Well, you need to know what those instincts are, uh-huh. first of all. And so if you go back over in the 12 and 12, and if you don't have one of these, you really need to get one. I love the 12 by 12. In step four, in the 12 and 12, it talks about our God-given instincts. There's three. Social sexual, and security. Um, And it states, creation gave us instincts for a purpose. Without them, we wouldn't be complete human beings. If men and women didn't exert themselves to be secure in their positions, or in their persons, uh, made no effort to harvest food or construct shelter, there would be no survival. If they didn't reproduce, the earth wouldn't be populated. If there were no social instinct, if men cared nothing for society or one another, there would be no society. For these desires, for the sex relation, for material and emotional security, and for companionship are perfectly necessary and right and surely God-given. Sounds good, right? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. That's Yet wrong. these instincts, so necessary for our existence, often far exceed their proper functions. Powerfully, blindly, many times subtly, they drive us, dominate us, and insist upon ruling our lives. And then he gives an example. Our desires for sex, for material and emotional security, and for the important place in society often tyrannize us. Mm-hmm. When thus out of joint, man's natural desires cause him great trouble, practically all the trouble there is. No human being, however good, is exempt from these troubles. And here's a key statement. Nearly every serious emotional problem can be seen as a case of misdirected instinct. Mm -hmm. When that happens, our great natural assets, the instincts, remember, good, right, have turned into physical and mental liabilities. Mm -hmm. Step four is our vigorous and painstaking effort to discover what these liabilities in each of us have been and are. So, in the third column... Mr. Brown takes me off. His attention to my wife is what happened. What does this affect? Which instinct? My sex relations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in brackets it says fear. Because a lot of these things, it's fear-based. Yeah. 
So we're taking an inventory uh, of how these affect us. What do they threaten? And what's really key here to remember is a threat is a threat. It's not a follow-through. It's a threat. And so often I found in my own personal life that I will feel that something is threatened. I am fearful that it's threatened. And I will, my behavioral behavior will demonstrate out of my emotional response to the fear of something being threatened. Mm. And what that looks like for an alcoholic or an addict is often using and drinking. Mm -hmm. But it can be something else. You can be clean and sober, right? And respond, your emotions, you can, you can act in your behavior, be something else. It becomes a resentment. It becomes a resentment. You, take, you, you want to take revenge. We got all these problems, these things that we create. Mm-hmm. And so a, a, a fearless inventory is the attempt to disclose what these things are in our lives. And so what a lot of people will do is fall into the yeah, but syndrome. Yeah, but you don't know my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't understand, Mr. Brown. He's really bad. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Now remember, your first column, you could put the people down that ticked you off, but now we are going to investigate what our part in it is. I was about to say I did mention the fourth unknown column. Yeah, so it goes on It goes on to say, we went back through our lives, nothing counted but thoroughness and honesty. Remember, he talked about that before. When we were finished, we considered it carefully. The first thing apparent was that this world and its people were often quite wrong. Mm-hmm. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. To conclude that others were wrong uh, was as far as most of us ever got. So we got to column one. <laughs> that was good enough. And I don't know about you guys, but when I've worked with people and doing their inventory, they get done with column one and then they run. Oh, yeah. Uh, the usual outcome was that people continued to wrong us and we stayed sore. Sometimes it was, uh, it was remorse and then we were sore at ourselves. But the more we fought and tried to have our own way, the worse matters got. As in war, the victor only seemed to win. Uh, our moments of triumph were short-lived. And this is where we get that that statement, you know, um, holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other guy to die. Right. We only seem to win. Mm-hmm. It is plain that a life which includes deep resentment leads only to fertility and unhappiness. To the precise extent that we permit these, we do squander the hours that might have been worthwhile. But with the alcoholic, whose hope is the maintenance and growth of a spiritual experience. This business of resentment is infinitely grave. We found that it is fatal for when harboring such feelings, we shut ourselves off from the sunlight of the spirit. The insanity of alcohol returns and we drink again. And with us to drink is to not. <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. So this was our course. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We realized that the people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick. Though we did not like their symptoms. So what's the symptom? Mr. Brown pays too much attention to my wife. But that's not what's really going on. And the way they disturbed us, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the key three words. They like ourselves. We're sick too. You see what happened here? The playing field just became level. Uh-huh. They're no they're no worse than me. They're no better than me. They like me. And I get and this is really great. When you're reading the big book, you put your name in there. I got angry when I read that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Because it made you look at yeah, yourself, right? I did. What do you mean? Like, I'm not that bad. I, and and I did the yeah but. Right. And my sponsor's like, uh uh uh. So then it gives a solution. Uh-huh. We ask God. What's that mean? We're gonna pray. Uh-huh. We're going to pray. We ask God to help us show them the same tolerance and pity and patience that we would cheerfully, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> cheerfully grant a sick friend. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man. How can I be helpful to him? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. Okay, I can forgive him. Yeah. I can let it go. But now you're asking me to be helpful? Well, now when we start acting like that, when we start saying those things, we're self-centered again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be helpful. 
Uh, but that's what it says. God saved me from being angry. Isn't it interesting? That comes right at the heels of how can I be helpful to him? Because Bill knew just that statement. I want you to be helpful to the guy you're mad at. Even if you're cursing through it. Yeah. God saved me from being angry. Because yeah. you're going to get ticked at that whole yeah. idea. Thy will be done. Now, it goes on to talk about avoiding retaliation. And then it goes to the fourth column. Referring to our list again, putting out of our minds the wrongs others had done, we resolutely looked for our own mistakes. And here it is. Where had we been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened? Mm-hmm. See, that's the fourth column. And so uh, there, there's a lot going on there. we got to look at that. Uh, and, uh, you know, go, going on further um, to the fifth column, it says we, re- we reviewed our fears thoroughly. So there, now we're, we're, that we're moving from that into the fear inventory. So we have a resentment inventory. We go into the fear inventory, the things that we were afraid of. And the amazing thing about the fear inventory is that once we start admitting our fears, not just our wrongs, mm-hmm. but admitting our fears to uh, ourselves, another person, and to God, the big book says at once we begin to outgrow fear. Mm-hmm. So there's something about confession mm-hmm. that that heals us, to help that helps us do that. Um, so we're going to be looking at our fear inventory, and then it moves on into the sex inventory or the harm inventory. Because for most people that have used mind-altering substances, um, I'll Big, big percentage of people, there have been sexual harms committed. Mm-hmm. and they're or, ve- you, or you use it against somebody else. Yeah. 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 You bet. Um, and, and so these inventories were ours, the book says, not the other man's. Mm-hmm. When we saw our faults, we listed them. We placed them before us in black and white. We admitted our wrongs honestly and were willing to set these matters straight. So this is about getting really honest with with ourselves, putting it down on paper, and um, that's hard to do. Uh So anybody want to share about how four-step inventory, what they think about it, what they feel about it, any experiences with it? Tony, I'll start with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing that kept running through my head was one of my – items was i was pissed off at the law right well it's because they don't like me or da 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 you know whatever i was trying to rationalize but at the end of the day after i did my inventory on that i had to realize that everything was my fault because that's why i got in trouble with the law i was drinking and driving i was not going to my court dates i was not paying fines i was not doing a b c d e f g yeah so you always, I I remembered being angry at that for like a long time, and I had to do many four steps over it, not just one, because there would be things that I didn't remember or would come to me later and stuff like that. So yeah, it's not easy. Nobody's nowhere in that thing does it say it's going to be easy. No. Yeah. But it's worth it, right? Oh yeah, I mean it's a poop show going through it, but yeah. You got to do it. Marv, what about you? What about taking a look at your part and stuff? How has that been beneficial to you, and has it been difficult? Um, extremely difficult, and I'm not sure if it's been a benefit or not because I'm not dead yet. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not up <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> I'm not up in heaven to see the results of all this Excellent. stuff. But, but, but <clears throat> when you see your part in it and you deal with it, do you not get some relief? Um, I suppose, yeah. So that would be a benefit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cowboy wisdom. (laughs) What about you, Denver? I just ran out of water. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a resentment over that? No. uh, Man, you have just laid out a whole plate full of uh, truth, uh, goodness, uh, truthfulness yeah difficult everything right there 
uh, I will comment on one thing right off the get-go is uh, I have, uh, and I practice this as much as I can, is not to use the but I factor. Mm. I hear that used constantly, and I realize that uh, there has been a lot of times, yeah, but, yeah, but. And the truth is, if I would take the time to put it down on paper and look at it, at the end result, it's going to end up me was the contributing factor, the major contributing factor. I'm not saying there isn't other, you know, there maybe have been a little bit if it hadn't been that way. But in the end, it usually ends up it's uh, me, not mm-hmm. but. Yeah. So yeah. That that's where... Uh, Sorry, I take a drink of water. When I'm <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I hear that so much. Yeah, but well, let's stop and let's just think about your part in this because we have a part in it. And by the way, that's column five. Uh-huh. Is where where are we to blame? Yeah. So column four is we. And by the way, this is very important. And let me rewind for a minute before you do column four. Before you do that, that's where um, you refer to your list again. And you look at where you had been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened. Well, I was I was frightened um, when he borrowed my car without my permission. Mm. Okay, uh, that's different than seeing where I'm to blame in that. Yeah, I was. I'm just stating where I was frightened. Um, but before you do that, it's important to do that part that's right before it that says this was our course. We realized that the people that wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick. It's important to to see that biblically we're not talking about battling against flesh and blood. We're talking about a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. Something's going on beyond the person. They may be totally have no ability to straighten themselves out mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They may not be able to do that. And when we see people through the eyes of our loving creator, we look at them differently. Mm-hmm. Now, once I'm looking at that person differently, okay, then when I start looking at to see, you know, where I had been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened, I begin to see my part in it better. And then in column five, when I when I actually find out where I'm to blame. Okay, well, what am I doing loaning in my car? Well, I was kind of hoping he'd score some dope on his way home. (laughs) Exactly. You know, come on, let's get honest here. And it comes back to us. Because we're the one, it's our inventory. We have have to do the changing. Um. And and so this is this is difficult stuff. And yeah, the yeah but syndrome. You know, when we say but, we automatically just disintegrate everything it, we said previous yeah, to that. It, exactly, it's, it nullifies every bit of confession or yeah. uh, guilt or whatever you had established. It just wipes <clears throat> it out. It's like mm-hmm. but, it's it's not good. Um. Uh, and then it, it, it says it later on at the end of the sex inventory, it says we reviewed our own conduct over the past year, uh, years. Where had we been selfish, dishonest, inconsiderate? Whom had we hurt? Did we unjustifiably arouse jealousy, suspicion, and bitterness? Uh, where were we at fault? And where should we have done? What should we have done instead? Can we I got, make? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I was going to say, and we got this all down on paper and looked at it. Yeah. I'm sorry for No, go ahead. May I also add to that there's going to be situations where, like with my ex, my first husband, when he, like, beat me and starved me. I mean, there's going to be those situations, too, where nothing's your part, but you still have to put that in a step, in the fourth step, to be able to get it out so you don't carry that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Was that relevant? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, we need to, and I know a lot of people don't want to, but we really need to focus on how many times God is involved in this thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and it's God, capital G. Um, you know, it says that the sex inventory says we ask God to mold our ideas and help us to live up to them. So if my sexual conduct is in question, Mm -hmm. I'm not asking 
you know, I'm not asking the 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 neighborhood Planned Parenthood organization to guide my behavior. I'm not asking the gay and lesbian community to guide my behavior. I'm not asking the Christian uh, stick in the mud pastor that is very judgmental or whatever to guide my behavior. I'm not asking my brothers and sisters to guide my behavior. I could, I could go from very liberal to very conservative viewpoints on sexual conduct. I'm not asking any of them to guide my behavior. I'm asking God to guide my behavior. Mm-hmm. When you're asking all of those other entities, right. you're you're looking to get your ears tickled and you're looking for them to say, oh, yes, you're right. When you're asking yeah. God to do that, you're seeking truth. Absolutely. Yes. Very good point. Very good point. So it, we, we have a tendency to go and ask advice of people that we know will co-sign our crap. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't say we ask people that will co-sign like our crap yeah. for their advice. No, we ask God <laughs> to mold our ideas. That means to change, to, yeah. to construct these things and, and help us. And yet there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. There, there is, yeah. most certainly. I didn't mean to come across like I, I see no, it. No, <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. it's kind of this this uh paradox yeah yes it is you know on one hand you're you're saying and and i agree with you by the way you know you go to god and you you ask for forgiveness you ask for help you ask for him to be in your life all this stuff and then on the other hand god says in his word there's wisdom in a multitude you bet and so my recommendation is then we need discernment (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we ask God to show us who those people are. Right. And he may show us it's somebody we don't really like. How often? We may not like we may not like that guy because he tells the truth and we don't kinda it makes us uncomfortable, but maybe he's the guy to speak into our lives or the gal. Yeah. We but if we'll ask God to direct our paths. And then he'll put people in our lives because we know he works through people, right? Mm-hmm. He'll put people in our lives. And then you're right, Marv. But if we're searching just to get Tickled our opinion co-signed, we may not recover. Um, it says, whatever our idea uh, ideal turns out to be, we must be willing to grow toward it. We must be willing to make amends where we have done harm, provided that we do not bring about still more harm in doing so. Mm. In other words, we treat sex as we would any other problem. So this tells you what to do. In meditation, we ask God what we should do about each specific matter. The right answer will come if we want it. God alone can judge our sex situation. Then it does say counsel with persons is often desirable, but we let God be the final judge. Mm. We realize that some people are as fanatical about sex as others are loose. We avoid (laughs) hysterical thinking. Mm. So if there are people you're going to and they're hysterical about your position on sexual conduct, and they're hysterical and they're right fighters and they're just right, 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 right. They may not be the wisest people On, on either side of the fence. Liberal, conservative, or anything in between. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so we have to be careful. And then it talks about later on, we don't beat ourselves up over some of the things that we've had ideas about. You know, we're, we're just looking to improve our lives and have God change our thinking. Remember, our thinking is all screwed up. Yeah. Put the stone down. Uh, the beautiful thing about uh, this is that every step has promises. Mm-hmm. And in the fourth step, it says, We have begun to comprehend their futility and their, or, or their, futility and their fatality. Uh, these are the, our resentments we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We have commenced to see their terrible destructiveness. We have begun to learn tolerance, patience, and goodwill toward all men, even our enemies. For we look on them as sick people. We have listed the people we have hurt by our conduct, and we are willing to straighten out the past if we can. In this book, you will read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. Wow. Those are promises. That's huge ones, too. Those are promises. If you have already made a decision and an inventory of your uh, grosser handicaps, you have made a good beginning. Mm-hmm. 
What? This is just the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> gr- grosser handicaps. I love that. Yeah. That's the big, big, ugly ones. And as we go, it just gets the, it, more detail and detail and detail. <laughs> I know. It does. And this is that being so, you have swallowed and digested some big chunks of truth about yourself. <laughs> I love oh. That yeah. I'm full. <laughs> yeah. uh, more I'm water, please. <laughs> Now, it's interesting because the next chapter, and we'll be talking about this next week, is called Into Action. Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't I just do a bunch of action? <laughs> well, it was a beginning. Yeah. It was only a beginning. So when people drop off at step four, they haven't even got off the launching pad. Mm-mm. You know, because in chapter six, Into Action, it opens up by saying, having made, that's in capital letters, our personal inventory, what shall we do about it? And that's what we're going to talk about next week. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> that's where you should play that TMX sound. Uh, <laughs> just real quick, I'll yeah. say, say something. Um, in uh, the Red Road, on these kinds of steps like this, they use that mind mapping. Right, and, and that's really I, good oh, stuff. Yeah. I don't know how many of you guys have actually looked at it, but it clearly uh, is... To me, it's just the way I am. It seems so much more clear. It reveals to, more, to doesn't it? To do that than to write all the stuff down like you guys, like the book says. Right. You know. I'm well, and, 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 and see, again, the, the authors in here, primarily Bill Wilson, but it, it highly recommends outside help. Mm-hmm. Highly recommends other pieces of literature. This is not a one-size-fits-all with every technique. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mind mapping is really, really... Uh, lots of different people use mind mapping. Uh, I mean, I recommend... There's another book called Remembering Who We Are. You can look it up on Amazon uh, by Caroline Preston. We used to have a show that we did every week with her, and it was all on mind mapping. Hmm. So you'd write in the, in the center, you'd write fear, and then off to the side... You would start brainstorming and all these things that had, and it's amazing when you don't think too deeply and you just start whipping out stuff that comes to your mind, the things that come out and the truths that come out. Um, One of the problems that people have with the four step, they try to make it into this huge novel. Yeah. And that can be very painful. And and thorough does not necessarily mean lengthy. Mm. You can be thorough and not end up with, you know, I'm working on my fourth job, my third year on it. Well, something's wrong. Something's wrong there. So mind mapping is, uh, yeah, it, that is good stuff. It's really good stuff. Um, all right. So let me see here. What was I going to tell you? Okay. Oh. So in closing, I've got to give the clue. Yeah. And then i got to tell you something else that we're really, really proud of uh, here. So the, the uh, secret clue... Uh, for the contest <laughs> is gopher. Ah, I was wondering if that was good. Gopher is the, is, is the clue. Um, so Podomatic is the host to more podcasters worldwide than even iTunes. Right. In the category of self-help, Take 12 Recovery Radio last week was number one. Woo-hoo! Wow. Number one. Which Yay. is love absolutely it. Love it. Huge. That is awesome. Absolutely. Even huge. with the whining. I Even know. with the whining. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cowboy knowledge that it's says it. Definitely <laughs> the cowboy wisdom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ta-da. All right. So our closing song this week is by Selfish Steam, the recovery band Selfish Steam, Tony Morosi and the gang. It is called Without the Booze. Just when you think you have all your ducks in a row, life takes a spin. It happens again and again. It seems to me that when I take my will and let you go, where do you draw the line? And how do you find the time? 
everybody don't forget you can subscribe to our shows for fun and for free at our podomatic page simply go to take 12 recovery radio.podomatic.com and sign up download the app for iphone or android you can listen to us on the go you can listen to us at home you can listen to us 24 hours a day seven days a week until our next broadcast this is the monty man and the take 12 recovery radio gang We're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat. She's super kitty, meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs>